0: It's 93.3 KIOA, Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. Jeremy, I have a very tough question for you. Oh, already? This
1: early? Yes. Okay.
0: And it involves your beloved Jones the dog. Okay. Would you sell Jones for $200,000? No. Is there a price? No. Okay. Good to know. Uh, there's a lady on TikTok she recently got a Doberman puppy. Uh huh. It's about six months old now, Aww. and she claims that somebody offered to buy the dog for two hundred thousand dollars, and she turned him down. She told her husband no because she feels like the dog is like her baby. Like she feels like she birthed it. Well,
1: Which... I don't. I don't feel that way about my dog. Mm-hmm. I do love him, and would not let anyone pay for him.
0: This might be a big difference between dog and cat owners because if I – or maybe course. it's just a difference between us because I might have sold off one of my cats for $200,000. Cats don't care what you do. That's true. Cats don't care about you.
1: No, not at all. You are living in their world. Yeah. That's how I am with my cat, Handsome. It's so his would, world. Would I you sell? There.
0: Would you sell Handsome for $200,000? No. Okay.
1: That's also a difference just in people, me versus <laughs> you. I, look,
0: would I, you sell your son for two hundred thousand dollars? Of course not. That's you can't. No, you can't compare pets to children. I mean, this lady did. I yes, and and I have my thoughts on that that I won't share because I don't want to offend anybody, especially you.
1: I don't consider my pets my children. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just.
1: I'm pretty sure I did not birth them.
0: <laughs> yeah, this lady I, is- I would
1: hope I would remember that if I did.
0: This lady really loves her dog.
1: Yeah, no. I love my animals, <laughs> but I think i probably respect them a little bit more. I don't know what that would
0: be. So seriously, somebody came up with you with a like, briefcase full of cash. No. And just said, I'll give you this. You hand over the cat. No. Or the dog. No. Which would be- which? Okay. <laughs> I just I want to. You're, get, I gotta you're get your trying record. to get
1: me to do one of them. I am. Yeah.
0: Push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. Which one are you more likely to sell? Neither. You have to pick one. No, I don't. <laughs> Come on.
1: They're a package deal.
0: Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> the cat I've had for 15 years.
0: See, you've The already dog got I've your, had for seven. You've already gotten your enjoyment out of, out of Handsome. No one's <laughs>
1: getting enjoyment out of Handsome right now. No <laughs> one is spending that much money on a 15-year-old cat that hates everybody.
0: Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Journey, I know we are not quite to 2024 yet, but I've already got the hot new fashion trend that people are going to be wearing in the new year.
1: Let me guess. It's something that we wore 30 years ago.
0: Well, you're you're... You're not terribly far off.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's called Grandpa Core. Oh, no. We're going to be dressing like our
1: grandfathers. (laughs) Okay. That should be interesting. So
0: think retro Mm streetwear, chic cardigans, sweater vests, vintage loafers, Mm -hmm. slouchy sweaters, tweed blazers.
1: Wow. They clearly did not know my grandfather.
0: Chunky sneakers, denim, and customized clothing.
1: Yeah, that's not what my grandpa wore.
0: What did your grandpa wear?
1: Um, Jeans that he bought at a garage sale, usually, that were covered in dirt with some sort of plaid button snap, pearl snap shirt. Uh Uh-huh. And cowboy boots.
0: Yeah, that was my grandpa, except for the shirt was usually just a dirty undershirt.
1: You know... He had very specific pearl snap shirts that he wore.
0: Apparently, this harkens back to the coastal grandmother theme. It harkens, you say? Yes, of the summer of 22. That was the trend.
1: Oh, I missed that one. Yeah,
0: you missed the coastal grandmother theme.
1: Man, I really wish I would have known about that. (laughs) (laughs) I might have bought a new hoodie or something. Uh,
0: Apparently, the hashtag GrandpaCore is having its moment right now on social media.
1: This is because everyone's thrifting, isn't it?
0: It kind of is, yeah. yeah. People are thrifting and they're finding some of these older styles and they're building outfits around them.
1: That's interesting. Okay.
0: <laughs> I can rock the grandpa core. I mean, I almost do already.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you I'm you're a t-shirt and jeans guy. You have your sweaters. I do. You have a puffy vest in your closet. I do, yeah. You've definitely got more grandpa core than you know.
0: Hey man, like even just yesterday, I feel like I would have been offended by that, but today I'm weirdly complimented.
1: I dress the same as I've dressed since I was 16, so I don't really know if this is going to affect my wardrobe <laughs> so much. Uh, if it's not jeans and a hoodie, I don't care.
0: Come on, Jeremy. Grandpa Core, do it with me. No. <laughs> Time to eat. Grab a plate. It's time to kill it and grill it with Luke, Jeremy, and Jeremy's dad on 933 KIOA. Woohoo! We got to check in with Central Iowa's favorite Southern Missourian.
1: (laughs) You mean that's not me?
0: No, you're a Central Iowan. Oh. I would hope that this is also your favorite Southern Missourian. It is. Is that how you say it? Southern Missourian or Southern Missouri?
1: Missouri?
0: Missouri. I'm, Missouriite, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm Missouri Weejun, Missouri Weejun.
0: It's time to check in with Jeremy's dad. What are we doing today, Sean? Well, are you guys ready to go fishing? Yeah, let's do it. All
2: righty. These are a fish that have only been in the United States since 1984.
0: Wow, I've oh. been here longer than they have. So, yeah.
1: Bye. so is he. Most of us have been, Luke.
2: <laughs> they are uh, actually from Brazil. They brought them to South Florida after the hurricane in 84. They are green, yellow, with red eyes, and got three green stripes down their side.
3: Red
0: eyes? Oh, these sound awesome.
2: And a row of small, small teeth. And they will tear up tackle. Hmm.
0: Luke? Thoughts? I'm still just, I'm trying to hide this from my long-term memory that's going to remember that there is a fish out there with red eyes. Yep,
2: and got a big knot on their forehead.
1: So it wanted to be a unicorn, but didn't quite make it.
2: <laughs> These guys can get three foot long.
0: And I'm assuming that there's a lot on there to to eat as well, right?
2: Yes, yes. They are white, fleshy meat, uh, real sweet, kind of tastes like mm, not quite crappie, but a lot like crappie. Oh boy. But they are freshwater fish. They're not in the ocean. Streams, uh, ponds, stuff like that.
0: Lakes. Is it a barracuda? Nope. Those are in the ocean. Look.
1: So not freshwater.
0: Look, I don't know where anything lives.
1: Clearly, we've learned that about you.
0: You literally yep. told me the other day that fish live in trees in Dad, the water.
1: did you ever throw our Christmas tree in the pond?
0: Yes,
2: sir.
1: Why did you do that?
2: Habitat for fish.
1: Habitat for fish, Luke.
2: Yep, yeah, they sink a lot of those. We actually built pallets and put in our pond those triangle pallets. Remember them?
1: Yep. Luke argued with me the other day about the fact that why would you need to put habitats for fish in water? The water is the fish's habitat.
2: No, you gotta have something for the small fry to hide in, or the big fish to just gobble them up.
0: So you're just giving them like little apartments with those pallets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're making yeah.
1: condos. Fishy oh, condos.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So there,
0: so that the thirty-pound green, red-eyed piranha doesn't go after him, right? That's right. Wait, so was I right? Is this fish that we're trying to guess is it a piranha? Nope. Oh, Oh. (laughs) dang! I was going to say my buddy Jason had a piranha back in the late '80s. I figured that's how he got one is because it came from Brazil.
1: It's not a piranha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, halibut. Nope. Rainbow trout.
0: Nope.
2: I knew that
1: one.
2: Rainbow trout's been around forever.
1: I know. I'm just trying to think of fish that are colorful.
2: They also call them butterflies because they're colored like a butterfly. They're kind of a yellowy green with dark green stripes on them. They've got red eyes, red fins, and a red stripe down their belly.
1: I got nothing.
0: Is it called the butterfly fish?
2: (laughs) Well, butterfly something. It's named after a bird. Does that help you?
1: Oh, here we go. He's going to start naming all of the birds he knows. It's not an oriole. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a cardinal. Not a
0: sparrow. Not a sparrow. The butterfly robin. (laughs) The butterfly hawk. Nope. Butterfly eagle. (sighs) Nope.
1: The red-eye butterfly.
0: The butterfly partridge. Big bird.
1: Big bird. It's not big bird.
0: It's yellow. <laughs> Dad, come yeah,
1: come on.
2: Not Sesame Street. No, no, no. But- he
1: doesn't have red eyes.
2: Butterfly it pheasant. It is. A, it is a large bird, not okay. big bird.
1: Ostrich bird. <laughs> No. Uh, angelfish.
2: angelfish. Angel yeah, where's no, a bird? I don't know what she's talking about.
1: Well, yeah, bird. I have wings. Sorry, that's where my
2: brain you, went. You have hung
1: around too long. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, Dad.
0: Uh, I gotta say, Sean, we might be uh, taking the loss today. We're stumped, and we are officially stumped on this one.
2: These are called butterfly peacock
0: bass. Ooh. That was going to be my next guess.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of this fish.
0: Google them up. Boy, they are cool looking. Butterfly peacock bass.
1: Yep. They are strange looking.
0: That is a weird looking fish.
2: Yeah, yeah it is. God, they're fun to catch. They fight probably 10 times harder than a largemouth bass.
0: Is that what makes them fun? It's just the fight they got in them?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so the peacock bass was our kill it and grill it today. We learned something. Yes, sir.
1: Let's go fishing, Luke.
0: Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Take heavy tackle. That's what they called me in high school, Sean, heavy tackle. I ain't going there.
2: Nope. This is your <laughs> this is your train, Jesse you, Robin. <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on
0: 93.3 three K I O A. So if you've been listening to the show, <clears throat> excuse me, for the last couple of weeks, you know that I've been sort of hemming and hawing on whether or not we were gonna send out Christmas cards from our family. Yes. And turns out I sort of just Went ahead and ordered cards over the weekend.
1: A little late, don't you think?
0: I know. And the cards aren't even scheduled to be here until the 19th. Although I did get a shipping notification yesterday. So maybe they'll be here before then.
1: You're supposed to have already sent them.
0: Supposedly. I think it's like by the 16th you're supposed to send them.
1: Well, because you want to make sure they get them before they leave on any sort of Christmas holiday.
0: Right. So I told Jeremy yesterday that we've decided we're going to send Christmas cards. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, we've got 42 people on our Christmas card list. And forty-two. People. you would have thought that I told her people. that the moon was made of cheese.
1: 42 people? 42 people! What? That is so many cards.
0: 42 is not a lot. You're
1: sending out 42 cards? That is not a lot. Yeah, it is.
0: We've had as many as 70 on our Christmas list.
1: Why? Who are you sending these cards to?
0: Friends and family.
1: Friends, like air quote friends.
0: Yes, well, no, not air quote friends, but no, friends and family.
1: I do not have 42 friends and or family.
0: You've never you haven't met 42 people that you'd be willing to send a Christmas card to? No. A lot of them were former co-workers or were current co-workers. No. Really?
1: No. I don't no, no.
0: I will say that I did order just 40 cards this year, so we're going to have to knock a couple you have of- to
1: cut people off We the have list? to cut a couple
0: of people off. Well, here's the thing. I don't believe since the last time we sent Christmas cards, I think it was before you moved here. Okay. So we have to cut even an additional person so that I can fit you and Aaron onto the, the Christmas card list.
1: I don't want your Christmas card. Why not? Because I'm not going to send you a Christmas card. And I don't need your your Christmas card. I'm going to look at it and go, look, it's the guy I see every day. And then I'm just going to throw it away.
0: Wow. I worked hard on that card. Um,
1: That's why I'm telling you don't send me a Christmas card. I don't need your Christmas card.
0: Second of all, it's my son on the front of the card.
1: Your son's cute.
0: Yeah. He is. You might even want to hang it up on your fridge.
1: Why? Why would I hang it up on my fridge?
0: Because my kid's cute.
1: Yeah. And I see your kid all the time. (laughs) I don't need another reminder of what your kid looks like because he lives right down the street from me.
0: It's cute. He's got a Dole Whip. He's all like happy.
1: Is it a Disney Christmas card?
0: Well, it's not like it's not. Oh, it doesn't scream it's a Disney. Disney Christmas card, no, it doesn't scream. It worse. No, it doesn't scream. Disney. It's just the photos chosen were taken there.
1: We are not Christmas card people. My family's not Christmas card people. We are not Christmas card people. We appreciate your card. That's great. It's going in the trash. Wow. Sorry. You're, well, you're,
0: well, tough. You're getting one.
1: Why would you take someone off the list to give me a card when you know I don't want it?
0: Because. Ugh, and we, <laughs> we Stop saying you don't want it and then you're going to throw it in the trash because you're going to make me mad and you're going to make me feel bad.
1: Okay. I'll lie to you. <laughs> I can't wait to get your Christmas card and hang it on my fridge. Great. Is that better? Yeah. Really?
0: Can't wait to send it to you.
1: It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. I have a very special place set up just for your card. Right
0: there on the fridge, right where you look at it every time you open the freezer.
1: <sighs>
0: 515-244-4933. 42 people. <laughs> if you do send Christmas cards, how many do you send? Is 40 a high number or is it a low number for you? 40 cards? 40.
1: Like if I were just, okay, if I were just to figure it out right now. Mom and dad, one. My brother, two. My grandma, three. That's family. That's yeah. all my family. Yeah. So there's three. Okay. So now I have to come up with the rest to get to your 47, like, or First, 42. Sorry, 42. Nah. Make up numbers now. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, you? Lee? Uh,
0: so, yeah, she'll get there eventually. <laughs> Don't worry, Lee. She's your That's friend. it.
1: I got five. <laughs> I got five.
0: Okay. No, 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 nothing to Aaron's family?
1: Okay, Six. You have 40 people on your list you're sending Christmas cards to. Yes. Do you have enough stamps?
0: As a matter of fact, we do. We have plenty of forever stamps. This will be a great way to get a big dent into that collection. Oh, my goodness. Five one five two four 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 ninety three three. If you do send Christmas cards, we want to know how many do you send and who you send them to.
1: I bet it's less than 40.
0: I would love to hear from people who send more than 40. Oh, well, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We got into the conversation about Christmas cards because I finally decided, yes, the family is going to be sending out Christmas cards this year. Mm-hmm. And then I made the mistake of telling Jeremy how many people were on our Christmas card list, <gasps> which was 42 people.
1: Oh, it just hurts every time you say it.
0: <laughs> just. I, I love that this is so bothersome to you.
1: I just. I'm. I'm not a Christmas card person. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy getting them, but I also feel bad getting them because I just throw them away.
0: I think most people eventually do.
1: Yeah, mine is as soon as I open it. <laughs>
0: uh, but apparently that's a lot to Jerry So we wanted to know, how many Christmas cards are you sending out? 515-244-4933. Let's start in Indianola with Beth.
3: Um, I think I sent about 60 this oh, year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and. And one of I have a large family, and one of them is to someone <laughs> I don't know because years ago, um i she has the same first and last name and lives in the same town as my cousin. and um a couple of years ago, I always include my email address, and a couple of years ago, I got an email and said, "Hey, I've been getting a Christmas card letter from you." Every year, but you're not, we're not the person that you think we are. But I feel really bad because the person that's supposed to be getting the card isn't. But we really enjoy getting your Christmas cards every year.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's kind of fun.
3: That is fun. So I was like, okay, so I was like, well, that's funny. I wonder why my, you know, cousin, when I send her, you know, when we chat on Facebook or whatever, she was like, "Eh," you know, acting like she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, But um, so I include that the the person that uh, we misdirected the card to. I include her every year. That's really funny.
1: That's a great story. (laughs) That
0: is.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That is a story Luke wishes would happen. (laughs) I know. I do.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much for the call, Beth. Let's go up to Green County and talk to our good friend Tracy. All right, how many cards is it?
3: Oh, tyranny! I'm sorry, (gasps) sixty. Yeah, (laughs) sixty. To who? I have a ton of relatives on both sides of the family, not to mention my, my husband's side. So it's um, it's um, I've just always done it, and I'll, I'll never stop. <laughs> but it's
1: mostly family?
3: It's mostly family, but I do have probably about
1: 1% of those are probably friends. Wow. Luke's is so. definitely skewed a little differently.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say probably about 10% of my cards are to family, and the rest okay. are to friends.
1: Oh, okay. He has so many friends oh, because you stop? he's so popular.
0: Will you stop?
3: He well, knows so many popular. people.
0: <laughs> I mean, have you met me? I mean, Bellissimo. Look at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tracy.
0: We love you, too. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. You might remember hearing the stories about a guy who was in a hotel room, and he his whole shtick is that he cooks meals, nice meals, in very unconventional places.
1: I believe he's a truck driver. Yeah. And that's kind of what led to him needing to do this. And, and it turned into a thing.
0: And he kind of made headlines because he made ribs in a hotel bathroom sink. Yeah. He's very big on cooking and, and using sinks. Well, you need
1: water and stuff to cook. I suppose.
0: Cook. It's just, you don't know where the sink has been or when the last time it was cleaned.
1: Yeah. He's cleaning meat. In sinks.
0: No, thank you. But this one might actually take the proverbial cake. Mm. Uh, He cooked garlic shrimp. Okay. On an airplane.
1: On an airplane.
0: In the airplane bathroom.
1: That does not sound hygienic. (laughs) More specifically,
0: in the airplane bathroom sink.
1: Definitely not hygienic. Here.
0: There are multiple reasons why this bothers me. First of all, just the fact that he made the food in the sink, which I've watched enough, you know, flight attendant TikTok to know that the sink is not probably cleaned as well as you might think it is. Or
1: the water coming out of the sink.
0: Yeah. But then you're thinking to yourself, well, how did he cook it in the sink? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I am. You know. he brought with him on board which is totally allowed two 6 volt batteries and then wired them to an immersion beverage heater so he essentially took these clips he clipped them onto the battery and then he clipped them onto this thing that looks like it goes into like the cigarette adapter in your car uh-huh and then he put that part into the water and that i guess heated Heats up the water the water but still,
1: how do you get through TSA?
0: You can bring batteries. You can bring batteries that big. Why? And then it's the, but it's the.
1: You can't have an ounce of shampoo, but yet you can have six volt batteries and wires.
0: Yeah. And these batteries are big. Like, I don't yeah, know if you know. Yeah, they're the a, big ones. Yeah, I don't know if you know what a six volt battery is, but I mean, it's a good size. It's like five, six inches tall. Yeah. And like three, four inches, you know, square around.
1: So think about this. Batteries mm-hmm. and wires
0: in an airport bath or airplane bathroom.
1: Just that in general in a carry-on, uh-huh. going through X-ray, they look at that and they go, "Huh, wonder what he's doing with that." And just let it go? Yeah, that's That doesn't fine. make any sense. Everything's
0: fine. This is fine.
1: You can't wear your shoes, but sir, please <laughs> go ahead and take the wires and batteries on the plane.
0: So, yeah, so he takes the roasted garlic and he's got the shrimp as well. and They're both in bags, <sighs> which, again, both are allowed to be taken onto a plane because, so you know, they're c- closed bags. He, th- he then takes the airsick bag also with him mm-hmm. into the bathroom. You know, he hooks up his battery, gets his water going, cooks the shrimp, and then he pours the garlic powder into the water and then mixes it all up so that it coats the shrimp.
1: So he's cooking shrimp. And then he takes,
0: he takes the shrimp out and puts the concoction into the sick bag mm-hmm. and then cleans up everything and then goes back to his seat and eats everything out of the sick bag. Which also, if you did not know what he just did in the bathroom, and you look over and you see someone eating out of the sick bag. Quit saying sick bag. <laughs> what am I supposed to say?
1: Qu- quit saying sick bag.
0: <laughs> I'm a joy to fly with. <laughs> oh my God. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I always know when Jeremy is making fun of me behind my back here in the studio.
1: Do you? Really?
0: When you start laughing and you say, (laughs) this is totally you. (laughs) Yep, yep, that's you too.
1: Um, Luke, I hate to tell you, that's not behind your back. (laughs) I'm doing it right in front of your face, my friend.
0: So I ask her, I say, well, what are you you reading over there? She goes, oh, it's this list. Mm -hmm. What's the list of? Oh, 17 things that people think are cool flexes, but really aren't. Hmm. People actually think they're annoying, and apparently I match up with some of these. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. I don't think I match up with very many of them at all, actually, now that I have the list in front of me.
1: I think it's more of them than you
0: realize. The first one is about somebody who says, oh, I never take my PTO. Mm, That's me. Yeah. That one's me.
1: I'll admit, which are mine.
0: I feel like more of these are you than me. No. Because while sometimes I don't take all of my time off, it's mostly just because I like working and I forget to do it.
1: Mm, same.
0: How little you sleep. That's. I
1: sleep a lot.
0: I, see, I was going to say that would be more you than me.
1: No, I sleep a lot. If you hear me griping that I didn't get any sleep, that's a rare thing.
0: Yeah. Social media likes, I really don't care about this, but yeah, I'm sure you think I do.
1: I don't care about that. I know you do. You talk about all of your friends on Facebook. No, I don't. All of your friends on social media. Oh, my god! How you get tired of seeing things from your friends sometimes.
0: I think this next this one is, is so you. so many. Hmm. Working insane hours. Oh, you only work 60 hours this week? That's cute. I work 100-hour week every week, and I never take holidays.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one is definitely me.
0: You do make it a point to tell me how long you worked every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And half the time, I'm like, why? <laughs> it's got to get done. Uh, okay, this one, I will admit, I fall under this. Mm. Buying the latest iPhone.
1: You buy all the latest gizmos and gadgets.
0: I do. I'm an early adopter. I do like to have the cool stuff early on.
1: Mm-hmm. Just so you can show it off to everybody as your weird flex.
0: It's not showing it off. It's just that I like to have the newest models of things.
1: You're telling me that when you got your new iPhone, you didn't come in and go, look at my new iPhone.
0: Did I do that? uh, Honestly, I don't remember if I did that. He did that. Did I?
1: Yep. Look what I got. I got the new iPhone. Good for you.
0: I didn't do it like that.
1: Good for you.
0: I know you're making that
1: up. I got an iPhone 14. You got the 15. Good for you.
0: You bragged to me when you got your new phone.
1: Yeah, because my other one didn't work. It was exciting to Ah. be like, look, it actually works. You're just like, look, I got a new one. My old one worked. I just needed the latest and greatest model. See, there's your flex.
0: This one is also you. Huh? Knowing an artist before their quote unquote glow up.
1: Oh, yeah. This that is more like me. people
0: who are like, oh, my gosh, I was a fan of them before everybody knew who they were.
1: I'm definitely the ultimate hipster.
0: You When it comes are. to bands. You are.
1: I admit it. I admit it. That's just part of the job.
0: There's, I mean, there's things in here about bragging about your car. I don't brag about my car. Yes, you
1: do. You brag about, brag about how clean it is.
0: I don't brag. I just tell you that I keep it clean. You're mm. the one who brings it up more than I do. He
1: just tells us about it. Just has to remind us every once in a while how clean Remind.
0: Car is. Remind. Yeah. Being able to hold your liquor, I can't. <laughs> I,
1: I used to. I can't anymore.
0: No, because you and I have been out having yeah. drinks, and you pretty much kind of say whoa at about two, two or yeah.
1: three. Yeah, yeah, because I know what's going to happen at three. There's, uh, the thing in my world is called the rule of three. Mm-hmm. Once you've hit three, there's no turning back. Yeah. So if you can stay away from that third drink, then you're fine.
0: Like, Susan inadvertently stopped drinking about a year ago, mm-hmm. and so we just don't drink all that much in our house. So yeah. I know that my tolerance level is back to, like, teenage level
1: teenage level. So I could
0: have about one and I'm going to be feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's when you start breaking out the whiskey that we need to start worrying a little bit.